Uh, welcome to Swimming in the Deep. I'm Josh. I'm Dan. Um, our, our desire is to encourage and equip you to dive deep into knowing the riches of who God is so that you are driven to share the gospel, serve the community, and make disciples. Um, it has been a little while since we... It's been a few weeks. ...have done this, and, and there has been a lot going on with the Southern Baptist Convention's annual meeting, followed by us doing VBS last week and uh, all of that. So uh, it's kind of that... I guess it's kind of like a good summer, break. Right? Yes, a summer break for <laughs> us, right? As as we're <clears throat> yes. new to this podcast thing and saying that this is this is the beginning of season two, anyway. Yes, so, season, we we got through season one. So, Hopefully, you enjoyed the I don't know ten episodes we did or whatever that was. Um, and so we're gonna. <laughs> I I feel like we're starting off big in in this instance, um, big in a way because we're gonna look at denominations. Um, some of this comes from. Are going to the annual meeting for the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, but also just the idea of of um, getting a better understanding of yeah. of what is a denomination, yes. um, kind of why do they exist, and differences. Um, and I know that <laughs> I know that kind of the definition of what a denomination is kind of tells that for us. So um, so just starting off, what is a denomination? So I, I think it'll be good to start off with as we start with this definition is to help everyone realize that that we are we are uh, amateurs in this understanding of denominations also and we're still learning. Uh, so we get a lot of these things we're going to say we get from other sources. Um, so when I think of what is a denomination, I I, uh, I go to trusted sources. I listen to a podcast. Uh, with Mark Dever and Jonathan Lehman, listen to uh, Al Moeller speak on these things. Al Moeller, I think, um, you know, hit it well. Uh, Josh, he he says that a denomination is is two things put together. It's theological conviction plus religious liberty, and so those two things put together, the convictions yeah. we have theologically as a people, yeah. and our religious liberty, uh, makes us have a denomination. And so for us as Christians. Um, it, it became a meeting or a converging of that conviction that we have. And we'll talk about that in a second um, and religious liberty. And so when we think about it, it's, it's like-minded people living and serving together who come under, and, and we kind of distinguish it here in our new members class at Crosspoint under two things. We call, talk about doctrinal beliefs and methodological beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josh, what are, what are some, you know, when we think about doctrinal beliefs, you know, that, that are, some of our convictions we have, yeah. <clears throat> you know, from the Bible that we would have as Christians that would allow us to have those theological convictions. What are some doctrinal beliefs that might set us apart or set denominations apart? Yeah. Um, and because really it is the doctrinal beliefs that set us apart. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the, the methodological things, we, I mean, yes. we share those. We have a lot of that aspect in Correct. common. But the doctrinal beliefs is really where that difference comes. So. Thinking, uh, well, we're Southern Baptists, so what do we what do we believe about baptism, and what do other denominations believe about baptism? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's even in itself a big question because um, denominations looking at baptism as a part of salvation mm-hmm. versus baptism being um, a display of what has already happened, yes. um, yeah. or a sharing in death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, mm-hmm. and the 
outward expression of what that looks like. Old life buried, new life risen in Christ um, for Southern Baptists. And um, baptism, are we, are we sprinkling? Are we dunking? Are we full immersion? Are we um, all of these other things that go in there? Um, but even as I say that, some of the method of baptism um, kind of blends into the doctrinal and the methodological side of it. But, mm-hmm. but the doctrinal side of it, when we look at that question, is, is baptism salvific or not? Yeah, so like, <clears throat> like for, for Protestant denominations, most of us would have an understanding of baptism that we'll be okay with. There are some Protestant denominations. Now, we're not going to talk about those here, but we know there are some that, like you said, that would we call a first-tier issue that they would say baptism saves you. Right. So we would say, no, not at all. That does not save you. But that distinguishes another denomination. So for for Baptists, we would say, of course, no, it does not save you. Presbyterians would say it does not save you. Methodists would say it does not save you. So so there's some denominations that would say it, it does save you. And so we would say, no, that's scripturally, that's wrong. And so yeah. that would put us into a first tier issue. But mm-hmm. for most of your mainline denominations, baptism, and again, here is out here, most of them, not all of them, but most of them, yeah. baptism can be one of those doctrinal beliefs that you can hold to, that, that you can see it differently and, and be okay with that and still worship Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understand who he is. So yeah. baptism is one, uh, church polity, what would you be about elders, deacons, yeah. Uh, you know that that distinguishes as a conviction theologically of some denominations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's uh, what we believe about being congregational or having a presbytery over you. That that's you know our doctrinal beliefs there. So so we have lots of different things when you look in scripture because a lot of people say, well, why can't we just <laughs> why can't we just all get along, <clears throat> right? Yeah, and yeah. why can't we just say every Christian we read the Bible, we know what it says. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just all agree? And I think this is where it goes out to the definition. There's different theological conv- theological convictions we have in the second, third, fourth tier issues that are not salvific, that don't talk uh, about the main things we believe about Scripture that allow us some of that wiggle yeah. room to disagree, right? Yeah. And so baptism, church polity, how you handle deacons and elders, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things allow us to disagree, but no, we're still believers, mm-hmm. right? And so... Um, you know, what we believe about the priesthood of the believer for us as Baptists can be a little different than other denominations, but we say that's okay. We can have that different understanding of it, but we're still believers. And so when people say, well, I just want to go to a, not trying to defend anybody, but people say, I just want to go to a non-denominational church. Well, what I try to tell people is even that non-denominational church is still a denomination. They're still falling under, under some kind of doctrinal system and doctrinal belief that they have, right? Yeah. That that distinguishes them, gives them that liberty, that religious yeah. liberty we, we love here in the United States, right? Yeah. Gives them that religious liberty plus that conviction they have. Yeah. So so other, other doctrinal beliefs you can think of or, or methodological beliefs you can think of that, that allow us that theological conviction plus religious liberty? Um, well, I mean, there's one. Actually, we have – Alice and I have friends in, in Washington, and, and she just got a text from them that they're struggling with the church that they're going to now because – the lead pastor, he is on sabbatical, mm-hmm. and they they currently have um, a female pastor oh. taking care of oh, or overseeing that. <clears throat> okay. So we, I mean, 
Yeah, we, not, we, we would disagree we, with that. We, yeah. dis, we would disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, that theological conviction that's there, mm. um, you know, like you said, there are some who say that they want to be non-denominational, but I think that's where Al Mohler's definition kind of gets rid of that stigma of, I'm not part of the Presbyterian denomination, mm-hmm. I'm not part of Southern Baptist. Well, just because you aren't a part of a mainline denomination doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're not a part of a denomination. Correct. Yes. And I think that his definition kind of it makes sure everybody's in a denomination. Um, I mean, because if, you, if you're in the United States, you believe in religious liberty. Yep. I mean, now, of course, we know other countries. We know there's other countries. And, yeah. But talking here in the United but States, us, if yeah. you believe in religious liberty, which yeah. we do... Then denominations are going to be there, and it's yeah. just it's just it's just going to happen. Now, of course, if you're Catholic, that's mm-hmm. different. I mean, we're not talking about Catholic right now. We're talking about Protestant denominations. Yeah. So we understand a Protestant denomination. You know, religious liberty. It's going to be there. We're going to we're going to have different understandings of things. Mm-hmm. Um, even our Anglican friends, right? For Anglicans, you know, of course, they would fall very close to the Church of England. That's yeah. I mean, that's who Anglicans are. Episcopalians. Yeah. But they're still a denomination. They still fall under a certain doctrinal belief. Now. Yeah. Of course, I would disagree with a lot of what's going on with some of the very mainline liberal mm-hmm. Episcopalian denomination today. Very much disagree with it. Um, and, and would even say some of the things they're doing are, are even a first-tier issue for me because I would disagree with how they treat things. And I'd say, yeah. that's a, you're, you're not treating Scripture correctly there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I think the theological conviction, the true theological conviction of, hey, we can, we can agree to disagree on this area yeah. and still be Christians. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we can agree to disagree on this because we are sinful people who mess up. We read scripture; scripture is true, it's trustworthy. We're the ones who mess up when we come to it. It's not; it's not scripture's fault; it's our fault. Yeah. So that God allows us to have that our issues in different areas. Yeah. And and it, I sometimes think too, it just gives us more of a longing for heaven. Right. Yes. Like, yeah. There will be no denominations in heaven. We'll yes. all be together. We'll be perfect. Yeah. But for right now, we have. Yeah. You know, it's like methodological beliefs, right? You know, we how you want to be involved in missions, how you do your programs, yeah. how you plant churches. You know, Presbyterians do it different than Baptists, and that's fine. You know, Methodists do it different. I mean, how how you place pastors. Yeah. I mean, Methodists. If again, I don't know. I'm not a Methodist. So I don't know, but I, I do know that if I understand correctly, after five years, a Methodist pastor is taken and placed somewhere else. I I think I. I think that's how it's done. Okay. And Baptist life, it's not done that way. Right. I mean, but but that denomination, that that's something we can say. Okay, you do it that way, we do it this way. It's okay. It's yeah. just different different way right. of how we do a method of it. Yeah. You know, in Southern Baptist life, we don't ordain as Southern Baptist. Now, local churches ordain. Yes. Right. Yeah. But the Southern Baptist Convention does not ordain. Right. Whereas the Presbyterian Church, they do ordination. Right. But it's just again, that's a belief mm-hmm. difference we have there of how that works, and that's. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so again, when you talk about denominations, this is what happens, right? You start. I think it should be done this way in the method of it. Well, I think it should be done this way, and so because we're religious liberty and uh-huh. where we believe in that, that's where all that comes in. So I don't know other thoughts you have about doctrinal beliefs or methodological beliefs. I love saying that word. For me, who talks fast, <laughs> trying to say methodological, right, is hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Any um, other thoughts you have on that? Well, I just I just think that that you know we can we can look at all of the different questions like I mean that you looked at or said earlier where what do you believe about baptism and church polity and congregationalist or Presbyterian pres- priesthood of the believer all of those things and um, and there's a point that we have to and I think this is where sometimes we we get to the point where we break fellowship with 
um, someone in in terms of we're not we're not going to be able to um, support this, but we can support this, yeah. and it really comes to our doctrinal belief and where we hold to when it comes to scripture. Yes, um, and sometimes. The problem with when uh, when we when we participate with or or share with another denomination, we have to be careful because their what they what they hold to in a doctrinal belief. Mm-hmm. There is a point that sometimes the way they view what we would say as a second and third tier issue, mm-hmm. if it bleeds to yes. um, where scripture isn't the authority anymore, yep. then that does become <clears throat> yes. a first tier sure issue does. now. That's right. So normally we would view it as a second, third, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the point where <clears throat> scripture is no longer sufficient for whatever that is yes, that exactly. they're saying, then that's when we that's when yes. we can't yes. um, get there. And so I think the main my main point in all of that is even in the doctrinal beliefs, whatever all of those are we're seeing that scripture is the authority yes. and where scripture holds to something as a first tier issue. Mm-hmm. That's our goal is to hold to a first like, tier. Like issue the Trinity. There. So we, like we, we, we can't, Trinity. we can't, yep. if, if you don't believe in the Trinity, I, I, I we're not we can't even, we can't, even, we, we can't right. share ministry. That's right. right. If, and we'll talk about this with the good and bad in a second. Um, you know, like if the virgin birth, if you don't believe in the virgin birth, yep. well that there's no, there's no gray area there. It's a black or white, right? It's it's true or it's not true, right? Yep. And we know it's true. Um, Jesus is the Savior of the world. He died on the cross for our sins. He rose from the grave. You, you can't have a debate about right. that. Yep. You can't have a debate about the Trinity. There might be different ways of understanding the Trinity and you know how we grasp it. That's okay because it's 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 a mystery. Yes, got to come to that. But it's true. Yeah. You know. So and and but when you come to some of these other issues of how you know how you practice baptism, how do you see the the role of elder and deacon? Yeah. What's women in ministry? Which you know we can that can be a whole other podcast, but yeah. even that can allow for some of those differences yes. in how women serve. So, but those first tier issues, you're right. If if scripture is not the authority in those second and third tier issues, then then that's a problem. Yeah, that's what, yeah. So yeah, yep. that's and that's what I'm saying. There's there's that point. Yep. That that we have to yes. get to. Scripture is the authority. Yes. Yep. And all of the other things that we that we do, our doctrinal, I mean, that's where our doctrinal statements and beliefs, Correct. the convictions that yes. we hold to come from scripture. Yes. And so if we hold to a theological conviction that contradicts scripture, Correct. then, then it's not, yeah. Then, <laughs> you're then still a denomination, but it's not one we will agree with at exactly. all. Exactly. <laughs> you're still a denomination, but you're like, not, you're not a biblical one. Correct. Exactly. Um, and that's so, a big difference. Yes. Um, so, so all of this that we've already said so far, um, where, where are all of these denominations coming from? I, that's a good question, <laughs> and, and one that I copied all this down from Mark Dever. Uh, he did a quick summary of this. Of course, we know number one, denominations come from the Protestant Reformation. Yes, I mean, you know, there's the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. meaning universal, right? Um, you have the the Universal Church after you know you have the Church being birthed at Pentecost. The Church is meeting. There's one Church. You know, of course, different elders serving all that stuff. The history of the Church. You know, but history shows that you come up to I can't remember what years it is that the Catholic Universal Church has become corrupt, mm. and you have people like John Wycliffe, John Huss, all these guys, you know, who start to speak out. Then by the 1500s, you get Luther and Calvin, all these guys, and so you have the Protestant Reformation breaks away from the Catholic Church. You had the Protestant Reformation happen, 
And so you get denominations because you start to have this understanding again of theological conviction and how we do things. So yeah. you have, that's where it starts for us as Protestants. It's, it's, it's back when the Protestant Reformation happened, break away from the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. So you get, there's a list here of, you have the Lutherans, then the Anabaptists. You have then by the 1520s, 1530s, the Reformed, which today is Presbyterians. You have the Anglicans who are just really the Church of England because, of course, you had the Church of England start, um, which is kind of like – it's kind of funny because the Church of England, if I understand correctly, it's it's like – the Protestant view of the Catholic Church, right? You have the yeah. Church of England, right? That's yeah. like, do this, do this, do this, but we're Protestant. <laughs> right. And so people don't like that. And you're like, eh, we're going to break away from that. So you get Anglicans who are kind of like the Church of England. You have Congregationalists, which is where Baptists get their start from. You have the Baptists who start 1605, 1610. You get the actual Calvinistic Baptists of London, which I didn't realize that was a thing, to be honest with you, until I heard Mark Dever talk about it. You then get more Presbyterians uh, forming. You get the Methodists in the late 1700s with Wesley. Um, you get the, then by the 19th century, you start to get the Methodists and the uh, Presbyterians and the Baptists starting to split because of more disagreements, right. which we'll talk about that on our second yep. episode with Southern Baptist life. Yeah. Then by the 19th, late 19th, early 20th century, you get the rise of the charismatic movement and mm-hmm. Pentecostalism. Um, Assembly of God movement, all those things happening late 19th, early 20th century. And so that's just a quick rundown of all these denominations that have come from the Protestant Reformation. And we're not talking about all those right now, but you can see there's good and bad in that. Yes. Yeah. There's good because, again, it's theological conviction, Mm -hmm. religious liberty. Of course, there's bad in that that can cause division, the, the splits of today you have the Presbyterian Church of America, you have the Presbyterian Church of the United States of America, and PCUSA is very liberal, PCA is very not liberal and very, very conservative. You have Southern Baptists, you have American Baptists, you have, I mean, gosh, you have Independent <laughs> Baptists, you have thousands of Baptists, right, yeah. just because of disagreements, and yeah. it, that's, that's the bad of it. But, but you know, we think about good and bad, I, I think, you know, a, a good thing of, of denominations is, and Mark Dever said this, he said, God and his sovereignty has made scripture clear on all things to be saved, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But God has allowed there to be things that we can disagree on and still be Christians that affect how we do local church, but it doesn't affect who we are as believers. And that's yes. where we come as, that's the good of it, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and denominations can support, coordinate, amplify the, the work of the local church because we know the local church is the main thing. Yeah. Right. And and so in that sense, you know, the, the 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 denomination is there to be that support, that encouragement. Yeah. I, I would think bad, I think, you know, denominations can be very confusing for people. Yeah. For non Christians. They're mm-hmm. like, Why can't you be unified? Why can't you just be together on this? Uh, there's territorial things, right? I'm right, you're wrong, right? There's very much things like it's well, I do this, you don't do that, so we're we don't even we can't even work together. Yeah. And that's not good. That's a bad of it. Right. Like we, we can't even get past some of those things. Mm-hmm. Which, side note, this is why I love Together for the Gospel. Yes. Because Together for the Gospel, you have Baptists, you have Presbyterians, you have Sovereign Grace denomination coming in there. You have non-denominational people coming who come together under the gospel. But that's a bad of it is is that we sometimes put our own denomination over how to even work together with others. So what are some things you think are good and bad of denominations? Well, I mean, I think, and we're going to talk about, in the case of like Southern Baptists, we're going to talk more about that in the next episode but mm-hmm. but I, I to to just kind of highlight it a little bit you think about here at cross point where we have you know 60 some people 
um, and the giving that happens with that yeah. and and the cooperating, which we're going to talk about cooperative program, mm-hmm. but the amount of mission work yeah. that the Southern Baptist Convention can do. Mm-hmm. That's a very good thing. Of yep. the local church um, and what the local church can do because of all the other local churches in partnership with mm-hmm. the Southern Baptist Convention. And so I think there's this, the reach of the local church is much further with the denomination mm-hmm. than, yes. yeah. than the one without the denomination. Um, and so uh, I, I, that's the good that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the bad that is there, and, and you touched on this um, some, the idea that this is our area where cross point is is for the southern baptist <laughs> yeah. um so let's not have another church in the area yeah. well i mean that's not our heart but that's the bad of what a denomination could be like yeah. well what do we need another church there for there's one already there mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. southern baptist or mm-hmm. or whatever it is um or it gets to the point of we worry that if we're going to partner with this other local church mm-hmm. well then those that we reach with the gospel which church are they going to go <laughs> yeah. to yeah, yeah. Well, we should really, I mean, that's the bad because mm-hmm. we shouldn't care which church they're going to. As long to. as it's that biblically as long sound. As it has a biblically based. First year sound. issues are all there. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so if we were going to partner with a church in, in Richmond, we're going to make sure that we're partnering with one that we agree on first tier issues mm-hmm. um, and, these, and these things and then be able to say that family lives in your community. Mm-hmm then we're going to encourage them to go mm-hmm. where we know that they're going to be fed. Do you think it'd be good to, I just thought about this, would it be good to, and this can be good, bad denominational stuff, is it good? You know, <clears throat> so, you know, there's a Baptist church here, Presbyterian church over that way. You know, of course, how yeah. we do church structure, you know, how would you help that person, you know, to see, you know, like, okay, we're Baptist, we're congregational, Presbyterians are not congregational. Do you help that person understand it before you send them to to that church, or you just say, "That's a good Bible believing church." They might have some second and tier, third tier issues yeah. that we would disagree with, but it's okay because they're still biblically sound. So, do you still like do you, you know, like if Joe's living in that community, yeah. but you know there's a good Presbyterian church over there, yeah. do you tell Joe, "Hey, that's Presbyterian." They might disagree with me on some other things, but they got first tier issues yeah. down in their good church. Would you send them? Would you say, "Yes, go and and be there"? And how would you? Figure that out. Well, I think the first question that I would I would I would ask to is is Joe a new believer, mm-hmm. no church background at yeah. all? Yeah. And if the answer is no church background at all, and he's in the community of for us Christ Presbyterian enrichment, sure, I I, I would be okay yeah. because knowing just because they do church polity different than yes, we exactly, do, yeah. the preaching and the authority of Scripture exactly there. Yep. Is what we would agree on, <clears throat> yes. uh, and so I, I don't think that there would be an issue with that. And I think that that is a that's a I don't this is going to be terrible English. That's a better good than what <laughs> yes than what would be. Whereas if we try to get Joe to come to our mm-hmm. area because he's already in that community, mm-hmm. and so Joe now um, is. Where, where our mind should go, Joe is now a member of and an ambassador of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. not the kingdom of Crosspoint. Yes, yeah. And I think that's that's, the good. One, that's where we need to figure it out. Now, if he has had a history, he grew up in a Southern Baptist church, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. had never professed Christ and 
all of it, then it probably would be more encouraged to come to Crosspoint because the way that church yeah. polity is, good. he's familiar with. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff, man. Well, hey, we're at 24 minutes, and uh, this has been good discussion. And I, I know we want to get to Southern Baptist Life, which will be episode two. Yeah. Um, quickly, just thinking fast uh, as we finish up, you know, as we think about denominations, we are Southern Baptists. We'll talk about this in, in episode two. Um, you know, for anyone listening, you know, we, we know that Baptist distinctives for us, of course, we're congregational. Mm-hmm. We believe in local church autonomy. Of course, Baptist being the name, we believe in believers' baptism. That's a big part for us. Yeah. Baptism <clears throat> then brings you into church membership. We believe in regenerate church membership, which means that only those who are saved can become members of the church. Um, we believe in, of course, as Baptists, priesthood of, of the believer. Yeah. Um, so there's some things that, that just Baptist in general. So whatever yeah. Baptist church you go to, right, should preach those things. Yes. <laughs> now, of course, we know none of them might right. not, but they should. Those yes. are some distinctives yep. of Baptists. Mm-hmm. Um, so any last thoughts, Josh, you have as we close up this about what are denominations and why they're good or bad and as we close up episode one and, and uh, get ready for episode two um i think just as i as i get ready to close this up my thought would be that um when people say why can't everybody just get along and we have (laughs) the we have the um denominational really the distinctives within them um (laughs) sometimes we can't even get along within our own denomination Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i and i say that because if we can get past this is the good and this is one of those good and bad things of denominations if we can get past our denominational identity and we can assume as our primary identity as we should as being members of the kingdom of god yeah then i think that there are things that the watching world mm-hmm. would be able to see differently I Um, and so it's not denomination versus denomination and it's not this Southern Baptist versus this Southern Baptist, but Mm -hmm. it is a distinctive kingdom of God ambassadors Mm -hmm. that look different, um, interact different, serve different, love different in the community that God has placed them in versus anybody else. That's good. Um, so, um, that's good. Um, Wow. Uh, denominations in 26 minutes. It's been, I know, right? It's been fun. <laughs> I, I would say if you're listening, hopefully you're listening and encouraged by this. Um, you know, denominations are a good thing. They also have some issues in them. We're all sinners. Um, strive to work together with other denominations. Um, you know, strive to do that. Figure out what your church, where, you church, where your church stands. And if you have issues with it, talk to your pastor about that. Um, but if you're listening, we encourage you to email us. Uh, let us know. We would love to get you a, a a book. We've gotten a few books to our people here at Crosspoint. So if you're listening from Crosspoint, let us know. Shoot us an email. Uh, we'll get you a book on either denominations or Southern Baptist Life or something. Um, but it's been fun. So Josh, yeah. it's been fun. Um, you know, as we close up, we're just excited for episode two. So come back, listen to episode two, where we actually hit who are Southern Baptists, what do Southern Baptists believe, and what's going on right now. <laughs> yeah. In the yes. news with Southern Baptist Life, and what do we think about it? Yeah. So, again, as Dan said, thank you for joining us. Send us an email, um, and we do have books to give away because we just got back from annual meeting. That's right. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, join us next time as we get ready to dig a little bit deeper into Southern Baptist life. Stay
specifically. 